I'm Stephanie Lugo, and this is The Market Authority Show. Hey, I'm Stephanie Lugo, ex-corporate nine-to-fiver turned top producing realtor and coach. It wasn't all that long ago that my husband and I quit our nine-to-fives to start our real estate business together with no experience in the industry, just a dream for a life with more freedom and flexibility and the chance to impact others along the way but it wasn't always easy. And I remember what it felt like to lack the confidence, direction, and know-how that we needed to build our dream business. Fast forward through lots of work, failed attempts, and lessons learned, and you'll see what we've built today, a business that offers us more freedom and income than we ever thought possible and changes the lives of others every day. I created the Market Authority Show to enlighten the path to becoming an authority in your market. I'm here to share simple, actionable, step-by-step help and inspiration to build your dream real estate business with help from timeless principles and today's cutting edge strategies. Whether you're just starting out on your real estate journey or you've been around for a while, we've got a few tricks up our sleeve that you'll want in on. So let's dive in. episode is brought to you by the Market Authority Academy. Big welcome to this week's newest members. We have Bridget Cooley, Carl Osorio, and Cassie Collier. Super excited to welcome you all into the program and pumped to celebrate all the successes that are sure to follow. The Market Authority Academy is a mentorship program available to real estate professionals who desire to grow their brand and business using the modern social media strategies and proven systems designed for maximum scalability. If that sounds like something you're into, head on over to the show notes to schedule a call with me to discover how the Market Authority Academy can help you triple your real estate business this year. Before we begin, I have a really important note to share with you. On November 10th, Wednesday, we are hosting a live training to help you develop your individualized plan for success in 2022. We are about at that time, as I have said recently, that if you have not nailed down your strategic plan for your real estate business next year, you're about to be too late. So we want to make sure that we are getting those strategies in place so that you can begin laying the foundation for your breakout year in 2022. This training is open to all real estate agents, and I'm going to be sharing the three systems that you need to triple your business in 2022. I want next year to be your best year yet, so I'm giving you some of my best strategies for free live during this training. Like I mentioned, registration is free. It's open now, and the link is in the caption of this episode, but we have limited space available. So grab your seat, and I look forward to hanging out with you on November 10th. Okay, so today on the show, we have a really exciting guest that I was so pumped to bring to you. May I introduce you to Amy Ransdell? If you have not met Amy yet, she is an incredible force in the industry. Amy is an executive execution, transformation, and peak performance coach active real estate investor, real estate investment mentor, real estate agent trainer, investment strategist, licensed real estate broker, brokerage owner, sales trainer, national speaker, marketing lead for multiple companies, and NLP certified master practitioner, breakthrough coach. I mean, if that sounds like a lot, it definitely is. 
that all goes to show that Amy comes to us with a lifetime of experience in terms of peak performance in the real estate industry. And she has empowered thousands of coaching clients over the last 18 years. She's built multiple real estate performance programs and all that while balancing life and family as a mother of three. Amy understands how important it is to give yourself the tactical and mindset resources you need to enjoy life while crafting a career, building a business, and maximizing your income. So today on the show, I was really excited to have Amy because we're going to talk about how to do more but work less with virtual assistants and ways that we can delegate and systemize our business so that you can actually live the four-hour work week, not just talk about it right? So there are so many ways that we can achieve that freedom and flexibility in our business. And Amy is going to break down some really tactical ways that we can accomplish that going into 2022. All right, without further ado, here's Amy. Thank you so much for joining me to joining. Wow. Okay. So we're just going to start off just like that, aren't we? (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me today, Amy. How's it going? It's great. I'm great. I'm really honored to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, the pleasure is all mine. You seem like you are on top of the field in many different aspects. And so I'm really excited to hear more of your story and see what you can offer us today in this conversation, which I'm sure is going to be riveting. So for those who don't yet, um, who haven't yet met you, can you share a little bit about your story um, and and, uh, where you are today? Yeah, um, I'm one of those accidental into real estate stories. You know, it wasn't my plan, right? Um, But I got into real estate and I was like, this is awesome. I love it. So um, my story is that I I jumped in in the investment end of the arena really first. I always tell people that I was an investor first. And then about halfway through my career, I realized how how many advantages I would have being licensed. And so I went that route and then that turned into, oh, we can grow teams and then we can own our own brokerage and all kinds of amazing entrepreneurial avenues come through having a license. So throughout those years, we've built up several teams. We do a ton of coaching and education in that space. And uh, that eventually led me also to working on anything that creates efficiency for our own team and others. And so I'm also uh, blessed to be a part of a company called Reva Global, which is a virtual assistant provider. And many of our clients are real estate entrepreneurs who need support. <laughs> so um, so it kind of just all works together, if that sort of makes sense. And, and amongst all of that, I always share with the women in the audience, I'm also a single mom and um, I've done that um, for 12 years, three kids. And I, I only am able to do that because real estate enables us to have so much flexibility and with a passion towards being efficient, you can make it happen. So thank you for sharing that aspect. I actually did not know that about you. And I'm working with agents who come, you know, who are very similar in that position where they're either um, single moms or new moms with young children that require so much energy and time from us. And, and I myself am a newer mom. And that's one of the beautiful parts about the real estate industry is being able to tap into that freedom and flexibility. But at least for my story, what I found is that is not a given. Like they don't just hand you that. You have to actually build that in through smart systems, through smart delegation and smart planning. So what did that process look like for you and your journey? You said something so important there. You know, we get this, first of all, entrepreneurs in general, we get pushed this promise of, you know, hey, the four hour work week, you won't actually have to work. You can quit working for the man, have the freedom of being self-employed. And so people go off and jump into the world of self-employment because they think they're going to have all this freedom. The reality is that in the beginning, you're building a business and this applies to real estate as well. So many people jump out to go get a real estate license thinking, well, just because I have the license, I'll automatically 
have business. And that is not at all how it works. Mm-hmm. There must be a commitment um, coming out of the gate to what are you going to use that license for? For what intention? And are you willing to do whatever it takes to grow a sustaining business? And there's you know the difference between agents who are side hustlers and agents who build businesses, right? There's a huge difference. And so I'm glad that you brought that up because you know that is the thing. Like it is, it is a lot to balance, manage, figure out. You're going to zig and zag. You're going to have things that you didn't realize you had to build as a department in your business or you know, time and focus. You have to give to something. You've got to you know, continually update your education. You got to balance clients and so forth. So um, my first reaction when you said that was that, hey, you know, this is exciting. This is awesome. But make sure that you're really committed to doing the, asking the tough questions and doing the work to figure out how how to move forward. Um, and that was really what was the gift for me. I looked for mentors. I looked for coaches. I looked for support. I looked for all the things that could provide the answers for me as to how I could balance everything and get the result that I wanted and have the lifestyle I ultimately wanted for going into it in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree because it, it it can give you the lifestyle. And a lot of times we can get so stuck in the weeds of the business and focused on the day-to-day minutia. But at the end of the day, we have to really be intentional about creating a business that's going to support the lifestyle that we're looking to to manifest in the first place. Right. And stay, and stay so committed to that, guys. Like if you're listening, like that is the master key, by the way, live in the energy of the result that you want so that all the other things will start to align themselves. All the how will present itself. As long as you're truly committed to the result you want and you're willing to be realistic about what that might mean now to create that for you, right? And then all of the efficiencies and automations and processes and systems and resources and possibilities will present themselves and you'll get there. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, So there's a couple of like self-limiting beliefs that I hear when I'm working with agents when they are at the point where they need to start delegating. And I mean, we can take this towards the the route in the context of being a woman, you know, a woman entrepreneur or just an agent in general. But I there's always these two same limiting beliefs. And the first one is you know, I'm not ready either. That looks like I haven't been in the business long enough. Why would I need to hire somebody? Um, I'm not at that caliber. Like who am I to hire a new agent? And the other one is um, I can't afford it. Right. So when we're looking at those two limiting beliefs in terms of starting to either hire delegation help in the form of people or systems, technology, that sort of things, how are we overcoming those so that we can get to that place to where we can reach our goals faster and easier? Oh, okay. Can I be tough love? So, right. I would say my, my first statement to most people when I'm working with them, as I say, listen, if nothing changes, nothing changes. So the, the first statement is, you know, right. I mean, if you want a result that looks different than the result you've had, you're going to need to do things differently period. Whether you like that statement or not, I I can't help that part, right? So the reality is when someone says, well, I'm not, I haven't been in the business long enough, or I this that, well, okay, do you really want the goal that you have? So if you closed 20 units last year, and you want to close 40 units this year, well, how do you plan to do that? Are you going to double yourself? You can't do that, but you could expand your ability to work with more clients and and shorter periods of time by having people on your team or processes and systems and and support, right? So it it is that if nothing changes, nothing changes. So that's the first thing is how committed are you to the result that you're wanting to to scale to and, and realize you're going to need to expand through people to make that happen. Tactically, I like to give people a little like just kind of, you know, a money speech, you know, what 
you tell me how many units you want to close. Great. What's that gross commission income for you? Okay, great. How many hours are you wanting to work per week? How many weeks per year? You want to go on family vacations and stuff too, right? Okay. Boil that back into what is that per hour as gross commission income? The reality is if you're doing anything in your day, that's not generating for you that gross commission income per hour, you're not going to hit your goal. So if you're doing you know, $15 an hour type work that an assistant could do for you, great. Then your bank account's going to look like someone who makes $15 an hour. So it's it sometimes just getting tactical with some people and looking at it on paper and saying, okay, you're right. If I take you know, 10 hours a week that I would be spending doing $15 an hour work and I give that to someone else to do, now I have 10 more hours to do the highest, most revenue generating activities for my business. And now, now I can see my reaching that scale I want to reach because my time can now be spent on the things that are the most important for me to do. Maybe that's listing appointments. Maybe you're the best one to convert cold calling. I don't know. It's different for everyone. But what is that? That's where you need to stay in that strength. And then you'll start, you'll start really scaling, right? Um, I can come back to the afford it thing in a minute because I got a good one for that. But, but does that kind of resonate? Is that like my mark with that or it does it i'm i'm tracking with you 100 and i think that the only thing i might add is it's an inconvenient truth because so many of those um lower dollar activities are really great like procrastination activities right like there nothing feels better than spending a good two hours on canva tinkering around with like a logo <laughs> and you feel so busy and productive but that's, what is that actually contributing to the bottom line and that's it that's the trap Right. Oftentimes, too. And again, another tough love statement. When people are spending all day working on systems, they're playing in their CRM, they're taking a class that they don't really need to take. Right. You know, 90 percent of what we do, we could completely eliminate. We don't need to be doing it at all. Oftentimes we are doing it to avoid the stuff that we don't feel strong at or we don't feel capable at or we're afraid of or it stresses us out. Procrastination is actually a stress reliever. It's actually a, 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 a actual physical response, a biomedical response to stress. Right. So if something is stressing you out, notice where you are procrastinating, notice where you're going and being busy and not productive, right? Um, so that that's usually avoidance of something else, okay? And and that's okay. Again, another hard truth, right? Just uh, recognize that, you know. And how much time, you know, do you value your time? It's a time value. It's a time value question. You know, it, it's it's a really simple thing. You either value your time or you don't. Right. And so if you spend all day being non-productive and you know that's not moving your needle forward, well, it's it's a question to ask yourself. Um, but I, that brings me to the, the one you said the limiting belief about I can't afford it. Mm-hmm. My biggest thing, like on our whole team, it's a rule around here. The word cost or the word spend, those are like four-letter words. Because I don't spend money ever. I only invest. Mm. So if you think about expanding and scaling with support members, team members, virtual assistants, whatever that is, the things to ask yourselves is, what am I investing this for? If I, if I talk about spending, then you're in a place of lack and scarcity, and you're going to hold on to your money instead of using it to expand your revenue. So I look at everything as an investment. If I bring on this person, the investment is this much, and for what ROI? Like that's my measured answer. And I can always find a path to tactically create a measure of work for that person to get a return on the, on the investment. Now it no longer becomes something I'm afraid of doing, but something I'm excited to do because I can see what it will create for me. And so my first answer to the people who say I can't afford it is to quit, is to change your language. Just change your language. It's not what I can't afford. It's what I can invest to create for myself. 
It's exactly the same thing on paper when it comes to a dollar amount, but for a very different intention. Yeah. I like that a lot. And I think that, um, I think that high achievement just demands us to get out of that short-term mindset and start looking long-term. And that's what that allows us to do. Investing is long-term. Yeah, absolutely. And this is a long game. You know, real estate is such a powerful long game. Like, and and what I, you know, we think about like the average sales cycle for people to buy and sell homes. We think about the average lead cycle for a lead coming into our pipeline to how much we nurture it for it to come out. None of those are short-term numbers. If we're really realistic about that, can we get those quick one-off opportunities where it becomes an immediate sale? Sure. And isn't that great? But the majority of our business, where as in real estate, we start to really feel the flow of high volume, you know, down the road a little bit right? For mm-hmm. consistent effort spent now. So invest now for that. And then you'll, you'll end up, you know, you talk about having, you know, years and years of referral business. Um, you know, I'm, I'm blessed at this point in my career that I get, I got a, you know, $2 million total sale uh, referral just 48 hours ago. One of my team members meets with them on Saturday, but you know, I have that only because I played the long-term investment game of working lead pipelines for many years. So, you know, it, it's, it's, it will pay off if you really want to build it out for yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. I couldn't agree more. So once, you know, we overcome those mindset shifts and we get to the place where we're receptive to beginning to scale and delegate in this manner, um, how much work on the business needs to be done before we start looking to make our first hire? Ooh, that's, oh, you know, it's such a relativity question for some people, right? Like it's, it's a lifestyle and relativity question. Um, how much are you willing to let go of? That's first step, right? That you're willing to, uh, willing to actually admit that someone else might be able to do better than you, right? Um, or it's more consistently than you. Um, that's step one. Step two, it's a lifestyle choice as well. You know, like is, it, what are you trying to free yourself up to do? Um, some people that they've got to have go through that set of questions. So it's not necessarily like, I, I believe, oh, you need to be at 10 units a year before you should hire someone or 50 units a year. Again, I think it's highly relative. Um, it's a commitment and an investment for a result. So if you, it's going to be different for everyone. I don't know if I'm answering that well, but that's why. Sure. Totally. I think that um, where, where I really think of this is in terms of like the actual systems within the business, right? Because obviously we know throwing a, a new hire into the deep end and saying, okay, go work is not a solid strategy. Um, so the way, the belief that I've always had is things need to be pretty well established in the way that you want something to happen, right? So like you need to have your workflow documented and you need to have the metric of what needs to be accomplished pretty well identified before you can effectively delegate that. Would you agree or no? Absolutely. That is like a, a non-negotiable. Um, you guys, if you, it, 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 I love the phrase, you know, if you ask a fish to climb a tree, you'll both be frustrated. <laughs> so that's what happens. A lot of people, they'll go and hire someone and they'll abdicate. They'll say, okay, well, because I've hired someone automatically, I'm going to have more results, but they don't actually give the person they've hired any, any core values, any mission, any goal, any directives, any performance review or processes or systems to work on. And so you're end up, they get frustrated. Like, well, see, I see, I see, I shouldn't have brought someone on because it doesn't work to add someone to my team. No, you just didn't any have any systems. You're going to actually hold them accountable to reaching results within. And that's a problem. So yes, for each of you individually, what, what do you want to hand off for someone else to do? You know, in the virtual assistant world, we have this conversation with clients every single day because they come to us and say, well, I need a virtual assistant. Great. For what purpose? 
right? And mm-hmm. have you documented what you're talking about? And are you prepared to give that in a training format to the virtual assistant to follow? Or you won't, or the virtual assistant won't actually create any benefit for you, right? And then they'll end up not liking their experience with the virtual assistant. And it has nothing to do with the talent that was placed with them. It's more so that they just didn't simply have a system to follow. So I 100%, 100% guys. And it's not that hard to do this. And if you want to get to a place of freedom in your business, this is where freedom begins because you start to take literal things, literal processes off your shoulders and watching someone else do that and excel at it and be able to affirm and, and increase their performance within that. Now you're a leader who's leading others and, and, and growing leaders. And that's where you start to really feel freedom in your business. Yeah, I agree. Hey, it's Stephanie. Quick check-in. Does all this get you inspired to become the best version of yourself and grow an incredible business? Quick reminder that registration is now open for the last live training I am hosting here this year in 2021. Join me live on November 10th. This training is open to all real estate agents and I'm gonna be sharing the three systems that you need to triple your business in 2022. I have a bunch of brand new strategies and contents for this training. This is one of my signature workshops, but it changes every time to meet the times and help give you the resources that you need going into the next phase of your career. So definitely join me November 10th. The details to register and save your speed for this limited space training is all in the caption and show notes of this episode. So I hope to see you on November 10th. All right, back to the show. And I'll say firsthand, I've had horrible hiring experiences. I've made every mistake in the book, like the stuff where I look back on and I'm like, oh my gosh, why would I have done that to this poor person? Because that's what it is, right? Like when you go into a commitment with an individual, whether you're hiring them on part-time, full-time, or just for contract work, like you're making a commitment to them as well, that you're going to lead them and give them the tools they need to be successful. Like it's a two-way street. Um, So when it, when it comes to the context, you're, you are aligned with Riva, did I say that right? Okay. Riva Global, which is a uh, real estate virtual assistance. So REVA. Okay. So who might that be a better fit for, um, as opposed to like bringing on an entire new hire, um, just by yourself? Oh, okay. That's a good question. So we, we oftentimes, uh, work through what I call the four buckets of efficiency with our clients. And the first one we've already actually talked about is like eliminating a lot of things you don't need to do. So, so just to start with everybody, if you're listening, I'm going to give you an action item gift from Amy for the day. This is look at all the stuff that you do, like for the next two weeks, document everything you're doing, take the time to do that. Now look at all of it and first have the honesty talk with yourself as to all the things you don't need to be doing at all. Just like the truth of that, right? Is there things you're doing because, you know, Bonnie Smith in the office is doing that. So I need to do that. Does it really apply for your business? Um, Get rid of a lot of that, eliminate. Then what's next is to look at what could be automated with technology, right? Because there's a lot of automations now, you know, we used to not have tools like, you know, Hootsuite, right? I remember when that came out years ago, it was like, oh, cool. Social media is easier to post. Um, But we didn't have that for a while. So it's automations. You know, what does your CRM tools provide for you, et cetera? The third bucket is what can you outsource? And so outsources things that can be done for you by somebody virtually. That obviously means that somebody helping open up a lockbox at a property, putting a sign out for you is probably not a virtual hire. 
Okay. That's going to probably be someone in your physical office. But before you go into things that have to be done by a physical person in your office, what could be done by someone anywhere? You know, 90% of what you and I do is done by phone and computer. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Somebody could be 12 hours on the other side of the planet and they have a phone and a computer. <laughs> so that means that they could do exactly what you think someone only in your office could do, right? And once you go through that list, that's a lot of things that virtual assistant executive support can provide. Then what you're left with is only what you would have to delegate to a human in your office, okay? Mm-hmm. And so go through those steps because this hire, the delegated hire is oftentimes a hell of a lot more expensive as an investment than the virtual assistant hire or the automated tools. So from a bottom line, just for you know protecting your budget, you know, go through that process so that you're not giving things to an inside an in-office hire that could be done by someone for one third the investment um, outsourced, if that makes sense. So it does. And I think that this is actually a really easy way to solve the propensity to like white knuckle, right? Mm-hmm. So especially when it's your first time bringing someone on, you have those like overwhelming feelings of like the fear of losing control. But when you have very clear, a very clear sense of what's being delegated, what the metric is, like, how do you measure what is actually being accomplished and what that contributes to the bottom line of your business? It's easier to allow that to go over time. And then for me, I've found that as I've allowed myself to do that, I'm like, what else can I, what else can I get off my plate? I'm like, I'll do anything to have to only work on those specific tasks that do take the most amount of energy from me. Or, or the things you love the most, right? Yeah. You know, we play to our strengths and our weaknesses, but you, you said it so well, like it, once you get past the white knuckle part, then you start to really get addicted to outsourcing. Like I'm at that place now where I'm almost made fun of by my team because anything that comes across my desk, I look literally no. don't say how I say who. Mm-hmm. Who can do that for me? Okay, great. There you go. Right. And so I'll outline for what to have them do. Right. And I, now I'm going to add that to where for their performance review, what they've got to work on and so forth. But I, I look at everything that way now, because I want all of my time to be spent in my business on the most important decision-making and revenue generating activities that I'm best at. Notice what I said that I'm best at. There are other extreme revenue generating activities for our team that I'm not the best at. And I play to my strengths, not my weaknesses. So that means I'm going to put somebody else into that role. And even your team members, those of you that are listening that have already scaled with a few team members, fantastic. Empower your individual team members also with outsourced support. Have you ever sat down with one of your team members and said, hey, what do you do every day that's the most revenue generating activity for our team? They'll know. They'll know exactly what that is. And they'll know what they love doing the most and say, okay, great. Everything else that you do, let's talk about that. Give them an outsourced virtual support assistant. Oh my goodness. You talk about wanting them to like feel empowered and excel and that you value them at such a level that you would want them to have even more time to make more commission income. I mean, that, that could be huge, right? So it, it spills down the, down the chain into everyone once you adopt that philosophy of who, not how. Yeah. And I think that this is so important to share too, because like, if you want to keep good talent, you have to have the resources that they need. You again, it goes back to making sure that you are giving them what they need to be successful. And and it's not superfluous. Like 
I think that we romanticize the idea of being a, a one person show or a one woman show and being able to like wear all the hats and do all the things. And it seems like it's, you know, something that you can do. It seems attainable, especially when you see other high performing real estate agents, you know, sharing the highlight reel of social media. But what you do not see behind them is the army of support that they have. And even just for me and for like, I am a small operation here. We're a small husband and wife team, but we have a ton of support in the back end. And I try to be really transparent about that. But even then, sometimes I think it can get like lost in the shuffle. And so don't assume that even if you do want to keep things tight and have that small but mighty team aspect, um, you know, you still want to make sure that you're earning the most amount possible without putting in unnecessary hours, you still can have so much support to help you do that. I, I talk a lot about ecology. You know, so this is, you know, just a personal thing, guys. What do you want your life to feel like and be like and allow that to lead some of these decisions? Because you can get out of ecology very quickly, especially in the real estate world. If you are trying to live up to that Pinterest mom, perfect agent, handle it all, do it all. Okay, well, that's not as sexy as you think it looks, right? And before you know it, your car floorboard is full of empty coffee cups and you're completely exhausted and you've not gone to the chiropractor and you've not gone to the gym and you're and you're stressed out. Out and you're gaining weight and the family life's not what you want it to be. And so you end up out of ecology. So it's self to self first and self to others. And so use that as a push and a driver towards making some decisions to have support, right? Go through that, those steps I went through of, of figuring out what you can eliminate automate, outsource, delegate, so that you can have the lifestyle that you want. You went into this for that purpose. It's not just about the money. It's about the money, but your life feels good. So, you know, like you can have both. It's possible. Um, But the only way is through some support. And so I, I, like you said, you guys are crushing it, but you've got a lot of support team. You know, I would encourage people listening to this, go interview, you know, these volume agents, I guarantee you, go talk to them, ask them, they'll tell you, oh yeah, I have a transaction coordinator, I have a coach, I have this, I have that. Yeah, exactly. They're not doing it on their own. It may look sexy on social media, but they, they, they're not doing it on their own. <laughs> so yeah. I love that. And and it needs to start day one and not necessarily meaning you need to have these in place day one, but you need to have the mindset and the vision to understand where it is you're going so that you can start preparing yourself to make these very high, high leverage decisions that can be really scary to make. Any kind of commitment like this is scary, um, whether it's investing in technology or people or in just a strong pivot to your business. There's a lot of fear there because there is going to be growth and unknown and it's uncomfortable and that's okay. Right. And, th- and that is where we grow. Right. I mean, that, again, the cliche statement, you grow and you're, or you're not comfortable, but that's true. Right. Mm-hmm. Just step into it, lean into it, breathe into it and move forward. But with deep intention for the result that you want. Right. As soon as you feel fear, I, so I, I tell people not to talk about, you know, spending or costs or fear. No, it's I have the opportunity to invest in something to create a return for me. And l- allow that that sentence to lead every decision, and you won't you, the, the 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 negative facing emotions of, of scarcity, lack, fear, and the unknown that will start to diminish for you, um, because everything's measurable if you look at it as possibilities and investment. So it's just it's just that it's really to me it's and we do a whole hallway exercise with our people here. We actually have them turn around, face one direction, face the other, and they start to realize other ways to approach things. Um, and before you know it, you'll have. Each, each of you listening, you'll end up with an army of virtual support. Who knows what else? Um, excited to go on vacation and still have closings happening while you're there. So, oh, man, that's the dream, right? <laughs> exactly, right? 
Well, I, I feel like I could go on for hours with you. I'm having a lot of fun with this conversation, but I want to be a good steward of your time. Um, so can you share just a little bit about what it might look like to move forward with um, Reva Global from the agent perspective? Yeah. So it's really simple. If you have even considered thinking about bringing a virtual assistant on, um, we have an intake team that's ready to talk with you. So you can go to uh, revaglobal.com. There's a little chat box that pops up where you can book a quick 15 minute strategy call. Do that. It's worth the 15 minutes. It's our risk to give you the 15 minutes and you don't hire one, right? So, so call us and say, Hey, I was thinking about getting a virtual assistant. Here's what I'm needing to have done. And our intake team will help you determine what might be the right fit. Um, at Reva Global, we are not um, a, a warehouse of resumes, like some of the virtual assistant stuff out there. Mm-hmm. And we're not a contract for hire thing. Like we're not like Upwork or something or, or a Fiverr where you're just getting someone to make a flyer for you. These are uh, assistants for you, 20 hours a week or 40 hours a week. So it's like hiring a part-time or a full-time person in your office. And we match.com process with them. So we we actually bring this talent on and we personality test them and, and a proficiency test them for weeks and weeks. So we know how awesome they are as a virtual assistant. So when you call us, we're going to go through pool a talent pool that's already on our, our payroll to select those that may be the best option for you. And then we work with you throughout the hire. You're never left like an island alone. So once you um, choose the right virtual assistant and we have you set up and you're moving forward, we'll work with you to help you engage with them, to, to remind you and understand how to get training stuff over to them, to teach them what to do. And all of them have some real estate knowledge. They're not completely green. So, um, so just call us because um, and my, la- my last thing on that is that there's a variety of, of tasks, most commonly for real estate agents, transaction coordination, closing coordination, property marketing, right? Property research, um, ISA type work, lead nurturing, CRM management. Um, these are things that you guys most commonly need help with. Have a virtual assistant slide into some of that for you. Um, social media management, content management, podcasting, you know, video editing, like all the things that we now feel like we've got to go do to stay relevant. Mm -hmm. It all takes time. And some of it is even stuff you don't want to learn. Great. Don't hire a virtual assistant to do that for you. Okay. Um, But just do a 15 minute strategy call. So revaglobal.com, you're welcome to reach out to me too. And I'll get you to the right team member. I love that. And, and for those who want to just stay a part of your journey and see what you have to offer, I know that you're on Instagram. What is your Instagram handle? I'll make sure that it's in the show notes as well. Yeah. And I've got pressure from me. I'm looking at people here sitting on the other side of me, um, pressure to help start building my own stuff out uh, more and more, but it's mm-hmm. Amy Ransdell underscore B powerhouse. Um, that's where you can find me on Instagram. And we're uh, this quarter actually getting ready to start releasing quite a bit of value content there. And, and that's really what we're all about. I'm all about that. Give, give, give model. So it's just, um, if you haven't read go give or go for it, like that, we just love anything we can do to help people thrive more at what they love doing. So please follow me so that you can benefit from that as we start releasing more. I love that. And guys, you absolutely have to follow Amy, see what she has to offer. I mean, you, I just want to acknowledge you number one, for the things that you've accomplished in this industry. I mean, your resume is like unbelievable, but I also want to acknowledge you for being so generous with your time and your expertise and giving back, because I think that that's really what it's all about. Well, I'm really honored. Like I said, thank you. Um, I love audiences like you have all of you guys keep going, keep crushing it. Um, you can make it happen. And uh, we're here at Reva Global to support you in that capacity. Great content on that Instagram as well. Um, so just please allow us to support you. And I, again, I'm honored. Thank you. Thanks so much, Amy. 
Thanks for tuning in. A high five on taking some time to invest in yourself and in your business. If you're looking for more, head over to the show notes to find all the details and links to resources mentioned in this episode of the Market Authority Show. And if you're looking to find a new crew of like-minded pros to ask questions and bounce ideas off of, head over to the marketauthorityacademy.com to join my exclusive community on Facebook, check out my latest free masterclass and tons of bonus content, or apply to my mentorship program to learn how I can help you triple your business this year. Until next time, keep on crushing it.